Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with Matt Chambers, CIO at Baylor, Scott & White. In this segment, Chambers talks about what it was like to lead a large-scale merger, the triple aim that guides his strategy, and the major role IT plays in a big-time M&A deal. HealthSystemCIO.com podcasts are sponsored by Mimecast, the leading provider of cloud-based secure messaging, email archiving, continuity, and security solutions. To see how Mimecast can help you avoid appearing in the wrong kind of headlines, call 1-800-660-1194 or visit Mimecast.com. Hi, Matt. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. It's my pleasure. Enjoy it. Glad to be here. Great. So to give our, our readers and listeners um, somewhat of an idea, can you just give some background about Baylor, Scott, Scott and White Health, mostly what you have in the number of hospitals, things like that? Yeah, absolutely. The, the truth of the matter is we are now the largest not-for-profit health care uh, provider in the state of Texas. So if you know anything about Texas, it's a pretty big state. And so to be the largest is, is pretty uh, large scale. Um, I know that Scott and White, we talked about our physical uh, coverage area being about 30,000 square miles before the merger, and after the merger, I think it's probably double that, if um, if I had to guess. Over 34,000 employees, thousands of, of employed and affiliated physicians. Um, I think the number of hospitals is above 40. Um, hundreds of different care sites, uh, health plan four-year med school. Um, we span the continuum of healthcare from, uh, you know, from ambulatory to acute to post-acute. And um, in, in terms of geography, we go from McKinney to Marble Falls and College Station to Cedar Park to, uh, to Waxahachie to Fort Worth. So pretty, pretty big area. Right. So now let's let's talk a little bit about the, the merger with Baylor. Now, when was it actually finalized? That was sometime last year? It was. It, the merger was official um, October of 2013, and it's something that had been contemplated for quite some time. It was really the brainchild, as I understand it, of uh, Joel Allison, who was the CEO of Baylor Healthcare and now the CEO of the merged entity, and Dr. Robert Pryor, who was the uh, CEO of uh, Scott & White Health and now the President, CMO, and COO of the merge entity, and through um, through their collaboration together in various organizations in the state of Texas, I think the story as I heard it is over a cup of coffee one morning at breakfast. They said, you know, it, it'd be great if some of these things that we talk about doing together that we can't do because we're independent, if if that wasn't a barrier anymore, and and so to improve healthcare, we could uh, unite and form a better entity and. And so that was really the, the genesis of the whole thing. And um, there was a, obviously a lot of planning and prep work that went into it. And the, the official date, as I said earlier, was October 1st of last year. And it's been a whirlwind of activity uh, ever since. Oh, sure. I can imagine. So so really the um, the goal was to just you know, be able to uh, to form an organization where you can, can better meet the need, you know, you know, the changing needs of uh, health care reform and everything like that. Absolutely. The you know, the question was, well, why do you want to be bigger? And the answer is, we don't want to be bigger. We want to be better. Right. Um, Dr. Pryor's, you know, I'll quote him. He's fond of saying, uh, bigger isn't better. Better is better. So, um, you know, the goal is to meet the triple aim. So how do we reduce per capita costs and 
increase the health of the individual and, and very importantly increase the health of the population. And, and the way that I think that um, one of the ways that we've seen you can do that is through scale. Um, you can do it through through scale to um, manage risk and, and financing. And then, of course, also through scale, you have the ability to attract some of the most talented researchers, clinicians, uh, operators to your organization to just continue to improve. So it's really about being the best that we can, and, and we think that this is a, a step forward in that direction. Okay. So now you have uh, – Bob Pryor was the, the CEO of uh, Scott & White, so now you're, you're still reporting to him in a way. I guess do you, you report to both um, Joel and Bob? So the the way that the company is structured now, I, I reported to uh, Bob as the CEO of Scott & White, but the way that the organization is structured now, um, there's Baylor Scott & White Health is kind of the parent company, and that has Joel and just a, a very limited number of executives in that in that level, kind of our chief of compliance, chief finance, uh, mission and ministry, and uh, Dr. Pryor, of course. And I'm in the uh, Baylor Scott & White Health Services company where most of our kind of what I consider back office shared service functions exist, and I report to Dr. Pryor in that capacity. Um, I sit on our uh, operations council, which is um, Dr. Pryor chairs that, and it's the the goodness. There's a long list of C's that are in it. So you've got from both organizations, you've got the CMOs, CNOs, um, COOs, um, myself, Dr. Pryor, our chief integration officer, and I believe our chief financial officer, and, and Joel attends that ex officio. And, and so um, I'm, I'm very fortunate in that I do have kind of the highest level of, of visibility and insight into the organization to understand what's important on a, on a day-to-day and on a strategic basis for the organization. Right. So now um, for, for you, you were previously the CIO you know, of Scott & White. Now, um, as far as what the experience was like for you being part of such a large merger, I can imagine that that one of the uh, biggest things was just what was required to merge these two IT organizations. And can you talk a little bit about what that has been like? Yeah, I actually have a pretty unique uh, background, I think, that's enabled me to to come into this eyes wide open. I don't know if you know much about my prior work history, but I became the CIO at Scott & White in um, July of 11, I believe. And um, prior to that, I was a consultant. um, I did healthcare IT strategy, and I also did healthcare IT uh, due diligence and merger and acquisition work. So um, in a very interesting kind of serendipitous turn of events, one of my largest clients was Baylor. Um, I was based out of Dallas, and so I did a lot of M&A due diligence work for Baylor as their, uh, as our history in the Northern Division is uh, um, relying on uh, joint ventures to enter uh, care spaces that we didn't previously, like, um, you know, post-acute uh, therapy and things of that nature. So I've got, uh, I had really good working knowledge of the leadership team, um, of kind of the the culture, the organizational structure, and, and how they did things, um, and so I was able to go into it eyes wide open and understand. You know, these are the these are the things that Scott and White can bring to the table. These are the things that Baylor can bring to the table, um, and, and specifically to IT. You know, there's really really great things going on in both organizations. So the question is, how do you take the best of these two mature organizations? You know, both of these organizations are, you know, I think, over 115 years old, each of them individually. So how do you take the best of, of two really, really great um, institutions on the national stage and, and 
blend them together. And and so from the IT perspective, it's really been not just how do we how do we cram these two things together, how do we sunset systems. It's really been about how do we take advantage of this uh, this turning point where we can architect our IT strategy to drive us for the next five years to meet that triple aim. And so it's a it's a really, really exciting time. The merger has enabled it. It was something that we needed to do anyway. But, um, you know, it's a, just a great confluence of events to give us time to kind of reboot our strategy, as it were, um, to drive us forward. Right. Yeah, I can imagine that that was a, a, a tremendous benefit, having that knowledge of Baylor. Um, now, having having some experience, like, as you said, with mergers um, before you were in this, this position, were there any kind of particular things that you knew to look out for, um, just as far as, you know, some of the, the challenges that, that could uh, you could run into? Oh, absolutely. One of the things that I was fond of saying, and, and I'll apologize in advance, I'm, I'm prone to using very simple uh, metaphors and analogies, uh, but one of the things I've always said about uh, mergers and acquisitions is that IT never makes the deal, but it sure can break it. So there's been times in my experience where I've seen, uh, you know, there, there's an accounting for the costs and, and um the challenges, and then at the 11th hour, it used to be several years ago at the 11th hour, somebody would say, well, hey, take a look at the IT systems and see if they work together. Uh, and, and that resulted in some very, very costly uh, expenditures that no one had planned on, and, and in some cases, some uh, long delays. And so the, the great news about that is, you know, one of the things you hear about IT all the time is you've got to have a seat at the table. Well, IT started to get a seat at the table because, like I said, it can break the deal based on the cost. So yeah. um, that's one of the things that, that we were mindful of going forward. So there was a lot of discussion around uh, IT synergies and integration from day one. And, um, you know, the other thing that I've learned is um, people are really attached to their systems. <laughs> so there's a lot of emotional investment in things and that you've spent years and, you know, blood, sweat, and tears getting to the optimal state. And so you have to be respectful not only of the bits and bytes, but of the, the human emotion that goes into systems. And so um, that's something that we try to bear in mind when you look at kind of the, the soft skills and the cultural uh, impact of these types of things. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.